Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is what is the 14-day home rental strategy, also known as the Augusta Rule. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro and the Tax Minimization Program, a training program with tax strategies, implementation guides, training, and so much more. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today's topic is what is the 14-day home rental strategy, also known as the Augusta Rule. And so this is one that we often see clients not taking advantage of or even knowing about, but it's an easy way to get money as a business deduction and pay no income tax on that income. So do you use your home for business events such as shareholder meetings, team retreats, client meetings, employee meetings, or things like that? If so, then this is one strategy you definitely want to take advantage of and listen deeply this week. So to to go back to the original question, what is the 14-day home rental strategy? Basically, this is part of tax code 280A, section G. And basically what it says is that if you rent your home for 14 days or less, you cannot write off the expenses attributed to that rental use. But you also do not have to include that as rental income either. And so that's the key thing. Tax Code 2080A Section G says that if you rent your home for 14 days or less, you can't write off any kind of expenses related to that rental use. So you can't deduct a portion of your real estate taxes or your utilities or rent or whatever it might be. But if, for, if it's rented for 14 days or less, you also do not have to include that as rental income either. And so I want to go back to why this kind of originated or where it came from. And the reason that we call it the Augusta Rule is because of a golf tournament in Augusta, Georgia called the Masters. And what was happening is that people were getting really high rates for just renting out their home for a week. But what they were stuck then doing is having to pay income taxes or rental, rental taxes on that rental activity. And when they looked back at things, they said, you know, this really isn't a rental activity. You're renting your home for seven days, just a very short time period to gain a bunch of cash because you have an event or something going on in the area that you can sell or rent out your home for a higher than average rate. So that's kind of where this started. And so we kind of look at that and say, okay, uh, you know, this is something that people do during the Super Bowl, golf tournaments, uh, big conventions and things like that, where there's a lot of people coming to town that want to rent out your home. But we said, let's take this idea and how can we turn it around and make it relevant to business owners? So let's talk about some of the details. What are some of the important things about how this rule works? Basically, you can rent your home to your business. Now, if you want that income to be tax-free, it must be 14 days or less. And what you're renting must must be a personal residence. And your business must also be a separate legal entity. So if you're operating as a sole prop, essentially that sole prop is the same as you and you cannot rent out the house to yourself. So you uh, you know must you can rent it out from your business assuming you have a separate legal entity, an S corporation, a C corporation, things like that, a partnership. Uh, you can rent it for 14 days or less and that's going to be the tax-free piece and it must be a personal residence. Now, if you rent your home, let's say you live in Augusta, Georgia and you rent your home out for the masters for 
seven days a week. This 14-day home rental uh, rule is for everything. So if you live in Augusta, you rent out your home for the masters for seven days a week. You can rent out your home now to your business for the remaining seven. But you don't get 14 for the masters and 14 to your business and 14 to another event. It's 14 days or less total across all events activities throughout the entire year um, or less. So that's just one thing to, to consider there. Now, when we talk about strategies like this, it's not as easy as just kind of writing yourself a check and moving on. There's things that you have to put in place. There's, you know, you got to dot your I's, cross your T's to make sure that you're doing things correctly, setting things up the right way to make sure that you are bulletproof from any kind of potential audit that might come down the road. So what are some of the key things that you need to make sure that you're doing in order for this to be legal and following the law? First, you need to have a qualifying occasion or reason for the rental property. So this could be shareholder meetings, uh, client retreats, team retreats, client events. You have to have a qualifying occasion that is a reason for that rental piece. And the rent rental rate also must be a fair market value. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to rent out my house today for $30,000, and I'm going to do that 14 times this year. You can't yet. The, the rental rate must be a fair market value. So we often say kind of match the event that you're, that you're putting on. If you're having a shareholders meeting, maybe call and see uh, at a local co-working space what it costs to rent out that space. Um, if you're having a team retreat or something like that, maybe you look at Airbnb and see what Airbnbs are for a rental rate, for a daily rate, and things like that. So you have to do your research. You have to find out, you know, what is a fair rate for the type of activity that you're going to be doing there. Um, the next thing is, is if you if you pay yourself more than six hundred dollars for the year, you need to have the business issue a ten ninety nine miscellaneous to yourself. Now this is going to make this is going to show the IRS, hey, we got some rental income in at your business paid yourself personally some rental income. Now you're able to zero that out on Schedule E. So once you get that rental income on your personal tax return, that rental income is going to go on Schedule E and you'll be able to do in other deductions based on this tax code 280A Section G. You're going to put in other deductions which is going to zero it out. So you're going to show rental income. It's going to be completely zeroed out and that result is paying uh, no taxes on that 14-day home rental. Now, another thing to know is that this does not affect the home office. The home office is a separate place with inside your house. I'm sure you're not holding your you know, shareholder meetings or your retreats or whatever in your home office. You're probably doing that in dining rooms and, and, and yards and things like that. So though this does not have an effect on the home office. You can take the home office as well. So kind of, as you can tell, this, is, this really is a great strategy that you can implement to basically get a business deduction and pay no income taxes on that income received. And that's what's important. Now, as we kind of talked about, there are, of course, some key things you need to do to ensure that this is done right and that you are clear of any risk during an audit. But assuming you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's, you can make sure that this is this is done correctly. So again, Basically, the law says that if you rent your home for 14 days or less, you cannot write off the expenses for that rent, but you also do not have to include that as rental income either. Um, and you can rent out your home to your business, must be 14 days or less. Again, that 14 days or less is across all activities, all people that are paying you for the entire year. So if you do rent out your home for other occasions, you can you might be limited on what you can actually rent out to your business. If you go over that 14 days, so if you have 15, 16, 30 50, um, then it starts to become a rental property. You will have to pay tax on that. 
the rental property, what you're renting to your business must be a personal residence and your business must also be a separate entity. So if you're operating as a sole prop, this is not allowed because that essentially is renting the house to yourself. If you're operating as an S-Corp, C-Corp, partnership, etc., then you can utilize this type of strategy. You need to have a qualifying occasion or reason for the rental. The rental rate must be a fair market value. You can't just pay yourself whatever you want. Put some, uh, put some research in, find support that backs up what that rental rate is. So in the event of the audit, you can say, here's what we did, here's where we based our rate off of, and here's all the documentation from that event. And if it's more than $600 for the year, which it most likely will be if you're utilizing this strategy to its full extent, you're going to need to have the business issue a 1099 miscellaneous to yourself, and then you can then zero out that 1099 rental income on your Schedule E of your personal return by just zeroing it out. Um, and again, this has no effect on the home office. So that's the 14-day home rental, aka the Augusta rule. Um, as part of our tax minimization program, we discuss this strategy as well, and we have a full implementation guide, a sample lease agreement, a spreadsheet for recording the activities that you're making sure that you're doing this ahead of time. So if IRS comes knocking or anyone comes knocking, you just give them this documentation and say, here we go. Here's here's the support for it. So it, as part of our tax minimization program, we kind of walk you through exactly what you need to do to implement this strategy and, and, and get it done. So if you're interested in that, be sure to sign up for our program. We've been talking about that program the past couple weeks. Um, it's now open, fully live, and we have a, now that we're into March here, we do have a, a new training program, or new training, group training session that will be going on again in March. So um, feel free to check out that program, look at the implementation guide, um, download the spreadsheet just so that you're making sure that you have all that support that you need to back up this type of, of strategy. Uh, you can sign up for the tax minimization program at www.taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. That's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. So I hope this was helpful. This is, again, one strategy that we see so many business owners miss out on, so many business owners that don't take advantage of something that is clearly written in the law. So look into situations, try to think about those uh, qualifying occasions on how you could rent out your home to your business and start taking advantage of this. This is a this is a tax strategy that's available to business owners. And so why wouldn't you take advantage of it? Again, t- check out our tax minimization program, uh, www.taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. I want to thank you again for coming to another episode and I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go, don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. That's taxsavingspodcast.com. This is a great resource to go and check out our most recent episodes, as well as find extra items if you want to take what we discuss here and dive deeper. Again, also join our Facebook group where we share tons of value and you have the opportunity to bring situations you are faced with to the table, and we'll help you out in that Facebook group, and other business owners will support you as well. You can join by simply searching in Facebook for the Small Business Tax Secrets Group. Again, it's a Facebook group called Small Business Tax Secrets, and there should be a group that pops up that you can join. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. 
If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.